Six-Pack Lapidot, I want to give a quick shout-out to our partners, the strength guys in this app that we have. It can be found at positionsofpower.programs with an S dot app. And the strength guys who coach people like Taylor Atwood, have you heard of him? He's pretty good. Uh, they've had several world champions, several national champions, and uh, I mean, a laundry list of records, national records, world records have been broken, etc. But they have an app with their elite level programming available, video tutorials. Uh, I mean, the whole nine, it's one stop shop once you're in here. There's a Discord where they're doing video review of your lifts. Um, to get all your lifts analyzed so you get elite level programming and coaching for $29.99 US a month. Positionsofpower.programs.app. Go there and get yourself started. <laughs> And it's on. It's a merry, merry motherfucking Christmas. Six pack lap it at. Let's see. That's my favorite Christmas song. Easy E. Merry motherfucking Christmas. Um, six pack lap it at. Wild Bill. Big Bill. What's the name tonight, Bill? USAPL Bill, maybe. Ah, oh, you <laughs> motherfucker. Look at this guy. Here he is. There he is. Coming in swinging. It's Wild Bill, man. Um, he's coming in wild. Arian Messi Kamesi. Um, the 76 kilo queen world champion how does that sound jessica bittner it's uh i mean this is your third time winning world title though but this one hits a little different huh absolutely yeah definitely as the open but anyways we also have <laughs> but we also have well we can take a minute but uh <laughs> rory the linchpin lynch um how's everybody doing Surviving. Oh, it's good to be Surviving. Back. <laughs> it's back. Yeah, we are back. And Rory, it's been a minute since we had you on the show, sir. It has been a minute. Um, I've been hidden away. I've been working on a software project for about two years, and it's gone live. Uh, uh, sorry, about 18 months, and it's gone live just in the last month or so. Um, so that's why you haven't seen me anywhere but at work. Of course. You've been working on the uh, Palestine America website? Is that what that was? <laughs> 18 months, man. <laughs> 18 months. Everyone's like, let me do the timeline because that's fucked up, yo. Setting <laughs> up a uh, cyber attack against the USAPL. That's right. <laughs> 18 months in the making. Everyone's like, what the shit? Um, yeah, we've had some news lines, haven't we? We'll save that for the look back in the year recap. We'll keep it Christmas. Um, and as such, we'll do a wish list, a naughty list. I have a gift. If I could give somebody something, um, I got one. So how would you guys like to start? Would you like me to start off the wish list? If we could keep it in the Christmas season, just to, just to get the ball rolling. How many? Sure. You should start. You've got the hat going. Like, I, I feel hat, like, man. uh, I feel like that means you should go first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Here is my number one wish. If the powerlifting gods are listening to this and they can give us a Christmas wish, I want to see Ray Williams versus Jesus Oliveris. The matchup 
two years in the making, there can only be one. We have the old champ and the new champ, but they never clashed. And those two fellas, now that Ray Williams squatted a thousand pounds again, or a thousand kilo, yeah, a thousand pounds and whatever kilo, 200 to a 455 kilo, that's the one. That is the matchup we got to see. Um, I literally, I if the night before I wouldn't even be able to sleep, it's like the Titans have woken up and they're going to fight the gods. That is my number one on the wish list. If we could see that in 2022, it is must see on the stream, and I will dedicate a whole podcast to it. So there it is. There's my number one wish. If I could have it, uh, Santa Claus. Las Vegas in June, baby. USAPL Nationals. You'll see it there. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, we'll have I'll, to see, huh? I was going to say, Ryan, if it happens to be at USAPL Nationals and they both go head-to-head and they both kill it, will you bring both of them on the podcast at the same time interview? What if, what if it's not at USAPL Nationals? Well, I'm just saying, like, are you going to be biased towards them only competing in the IPF and then you don't? You don't oh, bring no, them no, on? no, no, no. No, hell no. Dog, I just did a podcast with John Hack for fuck's sake. Yeah. (laughs) Former IPS. Yeah, yeah, but how many times USAPL slash now wherever he's at? Uh, No shit, man. I don't give a shit. I I just wanted to go down on recording that if they stay USAPL, you're not going to punish them for it. Dog, come on, man. (laughs) I would never do that. Come on. Um, But uh, it looks like, so obviously it's for, for you to get your wish. It looks like there's three options right now. So I just saw the Arnold rosters and neither of them, neither of them are on the Arnold roster. So it probably won't happen there. So it's either going to be at powerlifting America nationals, which I guess looks like it's going to be in April. If um, it could be at USAPL nationals in June, or if Jesus stays with the USVI and Ray goes with the powerlifting America, then it could happen at South Africa in June also. So those are pretty much the three options you have there. So hopefully one of those comes through. First half of the year. That's right. Hopefully one of those comes through. If if he's really lucky. That face looks like you know something. Oh, shit, it kind of does. It kind of does. It kind (laughs) of does, but it is what it is, kid. Uh, I was like, if he's really lucky, he'll get a a Ray-Blaine battle where you get the showdown at Nationals and you get the rematch at Worlds. That'd be dope. Yeah, because then it puts like a, you know, an exclamation mark on it. Whenever it's like two heavyweights going at it, sometimes you want to see that that rematch, um, especially if Ray's squatting a thousand pounds. Man, it's going to be a battle right down, right down to the end. Um, so there's mine. And you're right, Bill. There are options to see. Can't say too much. Let's see how this thing unfolds. And um, it is what it is. Who wants to go next? I got a boring one. Well, maybe not. <laughs> Let's do boring. I, I want to see Christmas Miracle. Uh, maybe a bunch of Christmases for now. I want to see powerlifting in the Olympics. I want to see. Not, that is not boring. Holy shit. If that's boring, that's a, that would be, yes, 100%. I would love to see powerlifting in the Olympics. Um, a Christmas wish. Like on that, to that point, um, like they are being included in a bunch of other multi-sport games. Uh, from like they're, they're making a push for the Asian games, European games. I talked to this before, but I'll say it again. European games, Asian games, um, the university world cup where it's like multiple or no, the university games where it's like multiple multi-sport events. We're talking track and all the rest of it. Um, and obviously the world games are already a part of it. That IOC recognition brings more than just Olympics. And when you become a part of all these multi-sport games, 
um, the governments in Europe, the governments in Asia start funding and good luck trying to be a different federation when you're IOC recognized and part of these multi-sport games, you're like the only fed in town. So then there's unity, which is like, <laughs> we're stronger together, right? So it, it helps and it makes it stronger and stronger a case. And then you got Eurosport signed on. So when you're pleading to get into the Olympics, these are things they look at. What else are you a part of? We're part of all of these other multi-sport games. It's huge steps. But even if we never make it to the Olympics, that is major infrastructure to layer in um, to be a part of all those other multi-sport games. In terms of funding, in terms of like major sponsors coming on board, and in terms of like Eurosport and shit like that, picking you up, um, they want to see some things like that. So that's, that's major. And those markets, those markets, when the government puts funding towards your sport because you're part of the, one of those multi-sport games in IOC, it grows in Asia. It grows in Europe. Look what the hell is going on in Europe right now. Anyways. Yeah. Jess, all you got to do is switch over to Equipped and you can go to World Games in three years. So you'd be all set. I think they're going to uh, turn classic. I don't like Equip lifting. It but, already take forever to work out. But it could be the World Games. I'm just saying. Yeah, you want that, you cool. want that Olympic dream. That's the closest well, thing we got right uh, now. I was like, what yeah. if they? What if we get the IOC recognition and they put us in Olympics? And they're like, oh well, since the equip lifting is in World Games, we'll just switch that over to Olympics, and it's only equipped. Doggy, well, I, I, I could got... just go to a local meet and compete against Reistin, and that would be like get beat by Reistin. <laughs> and that's like <laughs> she's literally okay. in that weight class. She won the World Games. There you go. I'll see how much I get crushed and then. That's, it. that's a good question. Hold on. So I like this, right? So we have an elite level female lifter. If world, if the Olympics was in four years and it was an equipped <laughs> competition, are you switching? Yeah. I wanna, if it was the only way to get to the Olympics, absolutely. I wouldn't even Bill, think about it. Bill, she'll make two switches. She'll switch to equipped and switch her weight class so she doesn't go against Rhea. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I think the world game is going to was looking good on you, Jess. Yeah, uh, just keep eating. is 84 anyway. Yeah, she's 84. Um, I was a super heavyweight technically by weight this year before I cut to 76. <laughs> I weighed like almost, what did I weigh? Like 90 kilos? Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. You, you, for a yeah. while. <laughs> I remember <laughs> talking to you and we were like, um, I remember I was like, how many weeks out are we? And then, um, and you were telling me like, we worked it out. And I was like, that's like, that's like two pounds a week or a pound and a half a week. That's, that's, that's doable. It wasn't bad. Eric Helms. I hired him. Oh as, yeah. He, I had him as my coach. So it was actually way easier than it ever has been. Um, yeah. No wonder Ryan looks so small next to you. Hey man. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I released that Designed picture. out angle Ryan. That's it. I released that picture and I thought I looked pretty good. I thought Jessica looked great as well. But, um, <laughs> On the podcast, I don't know if it's the Christmas one or because uh, me and John and Andy also did a New Year's special one that'll release around New Year's. Same with this. And um, only we do talk about the untested. And I showed him that picture and they were like, oh, damn, I told the story again on that podcast. But um, I do think the World Games is going to be classic in the future and uh, for sure the Olympics or whatever. So your World Games situation still might has- happen there, Jessica. We'll see. Uh, all right, who wants to go next? Roy, let's just do, go around in the circle. How about we dip down to you, sir? All right. Um, I, I have one, but I actually really like Jessica's as well. Can I – I'll put that on my wish list as well. Um, powerlifting goes to the Olympics. 
particularly classic, but I'll, I'll take a quip. You know, I'll, I'll learn how to use a squat suit or whatever. Learn how to squeeze someone into a pair of wraps. That's fine. That's a stocking um, stuffer. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, I, what I actually want is for uh, Fortress New Zealand to be able to go to some international weeks again. It's been a couple of years since we've been able to do that. Um, we didn't have a nationals this year. I mean, we had masters nationals, but we didn't have open or junior nationals this year. Um, so it'd be really good to be able to sort of uh, unleash some of the things that have been been growing down here. Um, and I would really like to see that next year. When you mean Omicron can just uh, hold its shit together for a little while. Uh, maybe we'll make it to South Africa or Ecuador or something. Well, you got brewing, man. I seen some. I seen um, Tim Matagati hit an 800 kilo as an 83. I know Evie Corrigan, obviously, is a monster lifter. And, like, you got shooters down there. New Zealand has some legit shooters down there. Um, a yeah, very... so uh, we've also got uh, Dana Yili and the junior 52s, who's, uh, I think, probably would have totaled 400 at nationals if she hadn't been canceled on two days out, um, which is which is a solid total as a, at a 52. Oh, yeah. Um, just coming out of the sub-juniors, so unfortunately he's going he's gonna to age out in sort of about 10 days. Uh, Theo Maddox, I think, totaled eight eight hundred as a sub junior, one hundred and twenty. Um, so, like, uh, we'll see where he goes in a couple more years. So, yeah, there's some some big stuff coming, I think. Sweet man, yeah. Hopefully, you guys get get back on track, and New Zealand can make a trip up to the next. Hey, we're on track. It's you guys who need to get get your shit together. Hey, man, Canada, easy now. Oh, these guys, America. Okay, okay, that's what I was gonna okay. say. Yeah, <laughs> what are you, me and what are you saying, guys, man? I'm wearing my CPU that's shirt. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's just Bill. Right, puts just his Bill. glasses Bill, get back your on. shit together. Adrian, <laughs> what are you saying, man? What's your first on your wish list, sir? Uh, I'm not good with this kind of stuff, and I was bad last last year. I'll just jump on what you said, um, okay. Ryan. Kind of with the whole, um, you want to see Ray versus Jesus? I'll jump on that, and my wish list will be that. Kind of like regardless of where these guys choose to go or anyone chooses to go, whether you're a lifter, coach, referee, blah, blah, blah. I hope that people don't continue this like attack on people like, oh, that person's a traitor. They went to USVI or, oh, you know, I can't believe this person left. And how could they do that to this person? Or if they stay, like, how could they not stay with the IPF? And they must be, you know, running away from the competition and stuff like that. It's been like pretty heated all year. Mm. And towards the end of the year, it's been getting a little bit worse with the new federation coming on and everything like that. And I feel like it's probably going to get worse next year because then that's when it opens up for really a lot of people to switch if they want or a lot of people to stay if they want. And people are going to be arguing of like which federation is better or which lifters are better or this and that. So my wish list is just people just like understand everyone has their own reason. They want to go one way or the other. Let them go. Potentially they make a bad mistake or they make a, a, a bad uh, choice. They make a mistake and they want to come back. And now you, you, they try and come back and they're, they're going to remember all the shit you said about them. So mm. hopefully people are just nice about everyone making their decisions. It's just powerlifting. Let people go lift wherever they want or referee where they want or coach wherever they want. If they come back, if they come, they come back. If they don't, they don't. Dude, you. Ariane, are you asking people to have empathy on the internet? I don't know if you've <laughs> ever been on the internet, but like that. That seems maybe like it's out of uh, out of Santa's power a little bit. You might as well. I must, be, I must be Mr. Optimism over here. Yeah. You know what? You started that with, um, and I'm really good at this, but you had a fucking good, that was a good point, man. Like that was actually um, trumped, almost, well, definitely trumped what I was saying, but I have a good clash. Getting Olympics is big, but um, yeah, man, for sure, people got to settle a little bit down no matter what happens, wherever anybody wants to lift, like you had said earlier, joking around, obviously, but like, would you have Rayon or Jesus on if it happened in USAPL? But like, 
and and I laughed, but like, honestly, come on guys. Like everybody's gotta be like, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like um, for myself, fuck man, it's not like a dividing line or an issue. This is politics in a niche sport. And I don't even want to lose friends on politics in the real world politics, let alone a fucking niche sport for God's sake. So yeah, everybody's got to settle right down on that. Um, and that's like act, your wish is world peace, man. <laughs> the powerlifting equivalent to uh, world peace. Yeah, uh, just like why can't everyone just get along? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that clip and I'm gonna put some music in the background and it's gonna go viral. Um, but uh, how about you, Bill? I would really just like to see this year everything stay in place and like you know like we don't hopefully we don't have to move worlds from june to october or whatever again and like put everything in the back of the year because that was just such a such a shit show with like people trying to compete like three four times like within you know three four months is insane like i'd rather see a legitimate like full schedule where countries can get their nationals in and get their worlds in and their regional championships in all that kind of stuff it's not going to happen, but I would wish that upon that, please. Um, but yeah, I mean, that would be the best thing. That's the best thing for powerlifting, you know, is to see people actually well-rested and well-traveled and all that stuff where you can get come in full force to these competitions instead of like, you know, someone like Anatoly who competed four times in, you know, 12 weeks or whatever kind of yeah. thing. You know what I mean? It's insane. So yeah, that's what I want. I want to see everyone at full strength and have a nice full schedule throughout the year. So we don't have to backload everything. Yeah. And that's one of the tough points. If it's an international federation, um, it's international flights and all that, obviously. And then that's where COVID really kicks you. Um, and I would be, well, let me ask you guys, would you be okay with a location switch from South Africa to Europe? Jessica's nodding. i've just had a couple i mean i don't know even what part of it is but i've had a couple people travel there and they said it wasn't probably wouldn't have been that safe to go alone in certain parts so i am a little concerned about that already and then with covid too like sweden this year because of covid there's a lot more stops it took me 28 hours to get there holy shit i was so messed up when i got there i was just thinking uh, that's, yeah. way, that's way worse than mine from Ontario. Rory's like, no problem. <laughs> yeah, well, Saskatchewan <laughs> had to take an extra flight. That it normally takes me to get to Worlds. So, yeah, from New Zealand, <laughs> it's terrible. No, you know, you... it was faster for me to go to New Zealand from Canada than it was to get to Sweden this time. That's why. Um, I think the, one of the trains that I took to was also canceled. So I was just stuck waiting for an extra, like, probably added an extra four hours on the journey. So, yeah. Um, I think due to the situation with, uh, you know, COVID and whatnot, I would not be surprised if it got moved to Europe. Is it going to change in terms of timeline? I think they're going to try to probably keep the timeline as much as they can, but I would not be shocked if it goes to Europe. Uh, what about, I think- what about combining open worlds with either masters worlds or junior worlds so move it out of south africa and either to ecuador or is it is it canada for masters worlds is that right yeah Yeah. which ain't happening i think it's probably (laughs) if if it's going to move i think it moves to europe if it's probably 
I think they don't really want to or right. they don't like combining the age divisions. So I think they would probably look to just move specific meets to a different location, keep the timeline, keep the breakdown the way it is. They have more meets next year if they don't cancel stuff. And so it's going to be harder if they combine everything in the second half. So we'll see well, if they can make it I happen. I think you're right, but I would prefer that they combine it. We'll have to see. I mean, who knows? Who knows? It's early yeah. days. Um, we're not even 2022 yet, but um, I think if they're going to do something, it'll be advanced notice. And um, they're probably going to try to keep it the same timeline, uh, like Bill was saying, to keep everybody on the same point. But yeah, it, you're right, Bill. Hopefully things don't get too mangled. I think some people actually would lean towards maybe a shift in uh, location anyway. So maybe that's a positive, but at least if the, if the timeline doesn't shift, that'd be nice. We'll have to see. Like, like everyone was happy this time when it switched from Belarus to Sweden. I'm like, Oh, this is an improvement. <laughs> Wasn't mad. Wasn't mad about it. <laughs> but, uh, Got uh, also interesting note, looking at our wish list. Cause I wrote everyone's uh, down to take a look at it is, Ryan probably went too easy. Like his is like the most likely to happen. The rest of our wishes are like zero percent chance. Hang on a second, I got more. I, I got know. more. I got more wish lists. What okay, are you talking about zero percent chance? Ambient. Look at look at you were so listen, positive. Early. Listen, listen. Getting into the Olympics, New Zealand people getting to travel, uh, people being nice human beings, or returning back to normal. All those are zero percent chance. <laughs> right. Humans are never going to be nice. Like we could just cross that one out right now. I would say like getting Olympics isn't going to happen uh, like, like for this Christmas, for sure. That's a future goal, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, but anyways, all right, I'm going to go, let's go to the next one. Arian was, was positive already so long. We got one round of positivity at Aaron. Aaron's like, I, I, I've had enough <laughs> of being nice. That's a Grinch mode. That's right. Um, all right. Here's another wish list. Oh, fuck. Here's a good one. <laughs> Here's another showdown on my wish list. Undefeated world champion Corolla Gara faces undefeated world champion Leah Bavwa. I, I know they've lost in competition. I mean, like they they haven't lost their titles, is what I meant. I saw Bill was about to Bill was like, I'm gonna jump on this motherfucker right now. I, he, Bill was being nice too. He's like, I'm not gonna cut him off, but I can't wait to fucking throw this in his face. He's like, but I'm not gonna, but no, I know what you so thank you. I'll I'll, I'll tighten it up. She didn't lose her title. She didn't lose her title. And there can only be one. So Corolla Gara, Leah Babwa, absolute phenoms, what they're doing in the 63 kilo class um, from Italy and from France. They got to clash. If it doesn't happen at a world championships, because one of them goes equipped or one of them goes world games rather, and one of them goes classic, um, then let it happen at the European Championships. I don't care. It's good either way, but these two got to sort it out. Who is the queen of the 63s? And that's and that's that. Who do you guys think is the queen of the 63s? Because Gara we'll is the... Out. What's that, love? Hopefully, you know hopefully we find out. Right. I thought you were going to talk about um, Larissa against uh, Corolla again in the rematch, you know? With the equipped 63s, the two world games rematch. You, you yeah. did not, you did not think I was going to say that. Ryan, I thought you were going to say as part of your argument, how Corolla Gara did that local meet where she like hit the unofficial world record. So while Leah has a much higher, like total and IPF meet, Corolla Gara can definitely hang with her. When you look at that best uh, local meet that she did. 100%. What was that? What was her total? Is that, what was it by the way? 
Uh, I could look it up. I forget if it was like 565. Um, I don't know. Shit. I don't know. 565 as a 63. Uh, Yeah, I think she weighed in 64. So it's the weight, the weight and the local meat. Dude. Even bother to make white. Yeah. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. 543 at 64. Sorry. They're exactly the same. Well, 548 (laughs) is what. 548. Sorry, sorry. Okay. So they're neck and neck. They're absolutely neck and neck. Yeah, 565 would have been like, Jess would be like, fuck, do I have to worry? <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck are we? <laughs> no, all of a sudden, Jess, like, excuse me. What the fuck? Um, that'd be uh, ridiculous. I, I was going to say, Ryan, would you uh, <laughs> would you also like it thrown in there into the 63 battle? Or maybe would you be content with a replacement is uh, Chiari Bernardi, the junior. She's already over 500 kilos. Yeah. And maybe they move her up into the open at some point. Here's the thing. Okay. Now this is interesting and, and I'm glad you brought it up. What the fuck is going on with Italy? First off with the 63 kilos, when you got Gara, who's doing like just light years, like it's crazy. Um, Chiara Bernardi, who's a junior. And then you have the Sarah Naldi, who's also a junior getting close to 500 kilo. I think Chiara, she's got a couple more years as a junior. No. Yeah, but they moved people before, like they moved Tiffany Chopin. The French team moved her up into the open early because you get points, right? Like, like if Italy's like our open team could be so much better if you go sixty nine, you stay sixty three, and I think you guys could both do damage because because possibly Gara could win sixty nine kilo class with that total, and then if Bernardi goes sixty three, the thing is. I don't know because Bernardi's already won the world championship as a junior. So look, look at, you got your title. Good. We need you in the open. We need to collect team points. That could happen. If you're going to move anybody up, I think it's going to be Gara. Depends uh, if that team is more individualistic or more collectivist, right? Like, so there's some teams that they would say, Hey, what class do you want to compete in? And there's some teams that they would say, you, you're going to 69, um, start eating. So like, it depends. I, I, and I don't know about the Italian team specifically, right? But also, I was just wondering, like, because I, I was looking at her numbers, because we're going to do our other awards later, is um, I was looking like in 2019, she was like low 400s. Then in 2020, she shoots up to like mid 400s. And then now 2021, she's like hitting over 500. She did the 505 or 507. What if she keeps bumping up her numbers? What if she gets to 520, 525, 530? She will. In that case, if Gara's going to go world games, you could then potentially bring her up and have her battle Leah. I okay, but you're fucking up my wish now. And, 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 as I said, I, I said, would you okay. be content with that? My wish isn't Bernardi versus Leah. Okay, you're trying to talk me out of it. It's like we're negotiating my wishes now. He's like, all right, well, I hear what you're saying. Can I can I swap one Italian out for another Italian? It's like, well, hang on now. But, well, actually, I kind of did that with Jessica in the Olympics. But it's like, but it's where I but said, it's like, okay, not the Olympics, but how about the European Games? And she's like, well, it's not really my wish, but no. But also, it's like, but is but it's also like, do you like know Corolla Gar and her? personality and you like her and you want to see the battle or do you just want to see two lifters with really high totals in the 63s battling it out it's it's b i do like gara the thing is gara is a fucking monster she's right there with leah bernardi's not yet but you're right if bernardi becomes there whatever we'll see but i know gara that there's the storyline they've already faced each other once at worlds two years ago and it needs that we need a the rematch and to settle the score there's there's what about this gara and Leah bump up the 69 kilo class. So then you have Leah, Gara, Chandler, Anna, and Kimberly, five world champions in the same weight class. That's insane. 
<laughs> yes, I'll take it. Cut him to the and, then Jess, well. and Jessica Bittner comes down to 69 yeah. <laughs> A Christmas miracle. Be a Christmas miracle. <laughs> you said Eric. You said Eric Helms is that good. Yeah, Eric Helms <laughs> is like. I don't want to be that small for me. Can you imagine? I'm too. T- I'm way. I'm way taller than them. I'd be like this. Yeah, and that, that, then Ryan would out-angle you for sure. Then we're doing that. Then <laughs> I see you go down to 69. I'm fucking coming you hard. Have that. <laughs> but five, legitimately, be five, dice, world, five world champions, all with a 530-plus total together, going head-to-head. It'd be crazy. That would be pretty good. It'd be, it'd be beyond good. That'd be the that'd be the craziest session. That'd be so, and they're head-to-head. Not even a calculator was needed in terms of a formula. That's That's it. You know how I feel about that. That'd be amazing. Yeah, Bill, you just trumped my. Okay, there we go. You talk me into it. Now <laughs> swap out my Christmas list. Wish actually yours. That's yours. Fuck it. I'll let you have it. But yours yeah. kills mine. Um, did you have another? You have another one, right, Jessica? I want another. Sheffield to happen. Oh, that was my next one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was that it? Okay. Um, for twenty twenty, it won't happen twenty twenty two though. It'll be twenty twenty three. But it's okay. gonna happen. But uh um, needs to stop happening, right? At, like, this, at this point, Ryan, people will just take it any year. <laughs> any year. Ryan, this is Ryan's every time. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Every Hold podcast up. we've done for the last two years. It's gonna Hold happen. Up. It's Hold gonna up. Happen. Hold up, dog. Are you saying it's not? Go on the record that you doubt it. No, I'm not I'm saying it hasn't happened yet. No, of course I'm, not, man. Of course. I want it yeah. to happen. Yeah. And hopefully that this, you know. This time, this will be like some kind of qualifier this year for next for 2023 would be amazing. I'm just saying it hasn't happened yet. But the confidence on it is less than 100%, right? Like it's only like 80% or 70% likely to happen in 2023, right? It's still not still not guaranteed. Sure. Even if it even if it is planned for 2023, 2024, we still have a global pandemic going on, which canceled it the first time. Yeah, that's all the second. Yeah, fair. (laughs) You have to have the lifters show up to international meets in order to select them for the Sheffield. So if, you know, if New Zealand can't come, Australia can't come, U.S. is split, maybe some other countries can't come. It's like, do you really want to run it without having the top lifters there? I think you would, in terms of that, I think you'd be okay. Like just off of um, the, what's going to happen in the U.S. with the lifters that are going to be going to Worlds, they'll be, they'll be a good U.S. team. And then with all what's already sitting there in Europe, like I want to see New Zealand show up in Australia or whatever, for sure. But with what's resting at Europe and then you add Canada and then you add us, fuck man, you got enough stars for sure. You'll be able to piece together a good session. Uh, I'm sure. Um, but to Bill's point, it's the pandemic that could push things around. But um, I, I know you can, you can, get good enough lifters there and then do all the production value to make it look good. But the, you know, how far it's been delayed and how much it's been hyped up. It's like, well, what if you don't get like a Russ or there? What if like Taylor Atwood doesn't want to travel the worlds and you don't get him there? What if like Amanda Lawrence says, Oh no, it wasn't fun going to worlds last time during a pandemic. I'm not going to go this time. And now you're going to have the Sheffield, but then they're going to be like, Oh, well, this best person wasn't there. This best person wasn't there. These people hyped it for five years and then look how crappy yeah, it was. It's but, like, it's, it's, it's so big now that you have to have the perfect scenario. Right. Amanda Lawrence, Taylor Atwood, their, their plans are to go to worlds. And, and so is Jessica Bittner's. Okay. <laughs> so we got stars. There'll be enough. We'll see. Like time will tell. I think there'll be enough stars that, that would be willing. I think I'm, I am concerned 
with uh you know possible covid i mean this shit won't go away man this is a pandemic that has a sequel and then a fucking another sequel and it's it's enough already so the we'll see what's not good stop making sequels that's right exactly exactly man this is like fucking fast and the furious franchise <laughs> i just want to say that if there's a big enough prize pot for a meet it's always gonna be crazy like you're gonna have the hype for sheffield yeah Oh, people will so you're go. saying that the pro series intrigues you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's actually like, the prizes for the pro series are like 500 really cool. bucks. <laughs> it just sucks that they split it up into so many weight classes because you're just going to be giving away so many pro cards. But it's a real cool idea. That it is, is. pretty it cool. Is, yeah. It is. And they're, yeah. they're, they're, messing with, they're, messing they're with splitting you. up the prize money more next year, I guess. Yeah. So for sure. the USA PL. Well, because the one they did in December was men and women combined and all weight classes combined. But supposedly going forward, they're going to split it out into men and women separate prizes and potentially doing like, you know, a lightweight and middleweight or lightweight, middleweight, heavyweight. So then maybe they don't get like a, you don't give out a ten dollars or $15,000 prize to one person anymore. Now you're giving out like multiple $5,000 prizes. That makes sense. We'll, we'll see once it uh, officially happens what, what the breakdown of the prize pool is. I'm going to join the USAPL and get my pro card. <laughs> okay, settle down. I'm gonna so clip that. Right I'm gonna that up, right. I got an update on my naughty list. I got an update. I'm, yeah, you do the Russell or he. It shows like USAPL tested or whatever. I'm like, what the fuck, Jessica? Now, now we know why. <laughs> Jess set it up, bringing out all these sponsors and stuff like that, and now she yeah. just made her announcement. Exactly. <laughs> yes. This was not how we. You totally <laughs> come out of nowhere with it. I just want to announce, by the way. Um, wow. We're just going to edit her out of the podcast. We're going to go through it. Every time she speaks, we're just going to like clip that section out and delete it. I got to talk to the CPU. I'm like, I don't know what happened, but we lost Jessica somehow. She's (laughs) not even American. CPU right there. It's Arian. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Arian recruited you. It's a Um, fair trade. uh, Rory, you got, uh, Rory, did you have a second one as well? I do have a second wish. Okay. This is, this is a little bit obscure, but bear with me. My second wish is for people to stop comparing lifters particularly world records between weight classes and federations, which don't match up. Like I'm real sick of hopping on the internet and hearing people be like, Oh, but the 92.5 kilo world unofficial world record for the untested 24 hour weigh and blah, blah, blah is this. Therefore that person competing in the 93 kilo tested two hour weigh and no, no knee wraps. Like their spot is not as good because of, you know, that happens all the fucking time. And it's just such bullshit. It's like people are trying to compare things that, shouldn't be compared and i really wish that would fucking stop yeah amen and even um you know i mean to extent even if it's two hour weigh-ins same bar same whatever but one's at world championships and one's at a local meet we right, right. We, that's we see like, the that's difference. bad as well and then every yeah. additional difference that you add on top of it, you add a deadlift bar you add a squat bar you add knee wraps you add a 24-hour weigh and you add drugs you add like you know it's, it just gets further and further away from being able to be compared. Um, and so basically I wish that people would stop thinking about unofficial world records. Like they were a real thing because they're not. I agree, sir. Um, it is good discussion sometimes for sports discussion. I'm not going to lie. I've probably been guilty of it, but uh... so, Rory qu- real quick. What about someone in an IPF federation doing it at their nationals or something like that? That's a little bit better. And if someone was yeah. like, oh, this person at their nationals was did more than the person who did at the world championships, like right. I would I would look at that and I would take that reasonably seriously. But yeah. every additional layer that you add to it, the the further it gets from being comparable. Yeah, 100%, right? Yeah, for sure. 
Okay. Just wanted to be clear. Yeah, I agree with you completely on that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's like, listen, there's the IPF world records, and then there's the all-time world records, tested, untested, whatever. So if you're not part of the IPF, just follow the all-time world records and deal with that. I mean, it's simple enough. Um, Arian, did you have another one you want or or no, sir? You can keep snowballing really. off ours. Okay. I'm, I'm a simple guy. Just be a nice human being. <laughs> hey, doggy. That's good <laughs> enough, man. That's good enough. I, Amen, I, can, I, can, I can throw more out there if you want. My other wish would be that Ryan Lapidat would send out the Zoom info. Oh, okay. Ahead, ahead, of the, oh. ahead of the start time. <laughs> hey, he set it up five minutes early this time, this which is, is much this better is, than normal. Normally, only because I, I asked him, but also for us, it's fine. But you know, you're trying to bring someone on a podcast and you and taking up their time. You can send up the Zoom meeting info I, a I think week in advance. I, I appreciate you. You did this as a wish and then put me on your naughty list. But I think it's only timing that I bugged you to give me a wish list and I could have been on your naughty list, but it is what it is. That's a good segue. Yeah. Well, I got a couple more. Bill, did you have another Christmas wish or I could rattle Um, off mine? No, I think I'm good. Okay. Here's, let me say another one, a showdown that has to happen is uh, in the 47 kilo class, um, Turbo Tiff and Heather Connor need to clash. Um, And it's a, it's a fucking clash that's going to happen. Both of these are so evenly matched. Very similar to Leah Bavwa and Corolla Gara. Um, and in the only place this is going to happen at the IPF World Championships. And I swear to God, that is a flip of the coin. I don't know who's going to win. Same with I Leah Bavwa. I have a to pick with you about that, Ryan. Okay. If you kept saying that <laughs> Tiffany had the highest total at an IPF World Championships of any 47 kilo lifter, and she didn't. Uh, in 2015, Chen Weiling had a higher total. Than, right? We so, said in recent years. That was a good total. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. We can... <laughs> Dude, what is this term? Why am I on two naughty lists all of a sudden? How did this happen? But, uh, but yes. We, uh, we decided in the background while you weren't there. That's right. That's right. Before I got in. But, um, but yes. So, Turbo Tiff, Heather Connor. If that happens at Worlds, holy freaking smokes, 2022, there's three of the biggest battles I could foresee off the top of my head that I want to see. Um, and then Bill threw in a freaking blockbuster 69 kilo possible class. That would be absolutely monstrous as well. Um, I also would love to see the trilogy matchup between Anatoly and Emil Norling. They're one in one in 2000 or 2021. And because um, Emil upset him at Europeans. And if it happens again at Worlds, let's throw in, a, let's throw in an American or two. And uh, we don't know who it's going to be yet, but holy fudge, if you throw in an American 105, not fucking, how about Jake Amadola in there with Emil, um, with Anatoly? Let's say somebody goes USVI. Holy shit, maybe there's two Americans. That would be an amazing World Championships. Um, and I want to see that get sorted. Because Emil upset uh, Anatoly in an amazing showdown at the Europeans after losing to him at Worlds. And I believe that's my wish list. Now I got a couple of gifts I want to give out. Okay. It is, it is Christmas, for God's sake, or, or holidays, whatever. Whatever everybody celebrates, a lot of people give out gifts. So let me go. I want to give Brett Gibbs. A healthy elbow. Okay. <laughs> Let's give this man a healthy elbow and get him back to the world championships. And that's an amen 
from everybody here, I'm sure. <laughs> I support that. Support that. 100. There's Who wants to give up their elbow? Who's giving up the elbow? I'm not really Who's... using mine, so. <laughs> Rory, I just, I didn't want to say it, even locked down. You know, you, you know, you, you, I can you're, you... you're the closest. Yeah, you're, you're, the closest. Right, you're right there. And I'm glad you said it. I contacted a doctor. I just went ahead because I knew you would say that as a stand-up guy, you all. Yeah. Brett is already, he's, he's in, um, he's aware. And this is the surgery's book for early January. Thank you, sir. Um, but Brett, a healthy air bubble. I'd also, well, thank you, sir. I would also like to give um, Taylor Atwood some competition, huh? How would that be? Let's see, Taylor. I'm fucking done. I'm not hyping anybody going against Taylor anymore. I stopped that a while back. Um, too many times. So let's, let's pump the brakes on that. Listen, I'm a, I'm a father. Three, three beautiful daughters. I know how it, it is when you have children, especially in the beginning, training-wise, eating, sleeping, recovery, all that stuff. So don't be surprised if, if this first half of the year, whatever coming up, is going to be a little funky for Taylor. I mean, hopefully it's not. Hopefully he figures it out and he's back to where he was before. But just don't be surprised that if it's he takes a hit on this because – Shit's real, man. <laughs> Shit is, unless he unless he has like a full time nanny lives with him or something like that, taking care of the kid. I don't know, but like Emil Nerling, same thing. Like he's got a kid on the way. Like he's he's gonna have a rough next year. I'm I'm telling yeah. you. And again, I don't wish this upon anybody. I hope we hope to God that Children? they can. <laughs> no, like the 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 struggle and the training and recovery and all that. Merry stuff. Christmas, everybody. <laughs> it's a but, fucking um, plague. But, that stuff is real, man. Let me tell you. There's a comedian who's like, um, listen, your children grow stronger every single day. And do you know what they go stronger on? Your dreams. <laughs> they eat them. They get stronger off of them. The more <laughs> dreams you give up, the more concessions you give. But I feel that. that, uh, that uh, one hurts. Uh, I was going to add on to Bill, too, that like a lot of times, even us assume that like everyone's strength is just going to keep going up. And so like, Austin shot up to 800 kilos and we're like, oh, he's the next big thing. Like he's going to come and challenge Taylor and stuff like that. And then he kind of had like a little bit of a down um, year or however long you want to say as far as the meets. And now you're like, oh, I'm not hyping up anymore. 74s. No one's ever going to beat Taylor or whatever like that. And now just when you thought no yeah, one would come up, fuck. you never know. You never know. Maybe Taylor drops down like uh, Bill said because he has a kid. Maybe Austin's total comes up and then you have some upsets. So you, you never know. Like uh, – Strength is not linear, so who knows how Austin's training is going, what he wants to do as far as meets, how Taylor's training is going, how busy he is with a kid, and with work and everything like that. We shall see. Yeah, the the only thing, like with Austin in particular, he would have to go PA route, IPF route. Um, so, like, I and we don't know. Like, who the frick knows who's going to end up going PA, maybe. And, and people pop up all over the place. And you're like, what the hell? Where did that guy? I just posted some kid. Where's he from? I think he's from the UK. He's a 74 who squatted 300 kilo. And I'm like, holy shit. Um, and he's a kid from the UK squatting 300 kilo as a 74, man. So people pop up out of nowhere. So, I mean, we have to see. And if Taylor becomes human all of a sudden, because he wasn't human in 2021 or 2020, or he wasn't human for a little while, but he might be, he might be a little human in the first, the first half. We're going to have to find out. But, uh, and let me see that pretty much. Okay. And then, so I gift Taylor some competition. I gift bread and elbow and oh yeah. I also wanted to gift uh, New Zealand a pass to the world championships. Yeah. Man. 
um, all of you guys, uh, because we need, we need to do our damn thing again. See you in real life, Rory, but also fucking New Zealand's got a stacked team and, uh, it's not quite the same without New Zealand there. So there's another gift. Anybody got some gifts or, or no? I got a couple of gifts. All right. Um, I would like to give Corolla Gara a hamstring. Um, I'd really like to see her get through a year without uh, wrecking her shit. Um, so, you know, she competes a lot. She trains with relatively high intensity. Um, you know, she's w- walking that line constantly. And I would really like to see her get through like a full season, full like fully healthy and, and really be able to bring it, not just once or twice throughout the year, but in every meet that she goes to. Um, and kind of the same for Cenk. Uh, he, he was injured coming into Worlds again. Um, looks like a monster on paper, but like we haven't really seen him put it together on a world stage yet. And I would like to gift him whatever, was it his back or his, or his hip or something? Um, whatever that was, I'd like to give him one of those. And uh, Bill, I want to give you a pair of sneakers so that you can get even sneakier because you're not going to sneak one past me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Still bitter over, the, over that Brad Gibbs. Russell, no, nothing has happened for me between then and now, so uh, I still got to hang on to the <laughs> hang on to the old things. That's the saddest that's right. part is that's the last time we're ever going to coach against each other. So you're going to remember that the rest of your life. Oh. I'm going to switch to USAPL just so I can one v one you at something. <laughs> International <laughs> member. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see. Um, yeah, I it, it's I mean being at the World Championships and like is it Sank or Jank? I think it's Jank. Jank Ogara, have a good squat session. You know, how you doing? How's the hamstring? Good, good. You're, like, you're welcome. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, was, that was I, my I Christmas say, miracle for you. You're welcome. <laughs> right? Just like say who's giving up the hamstring. A little kiss. Who's, who's <laughs> giving up the hamstring, Rory? That's right. You got to find you know a good. Where you can Frankenstein me. You can have my hamstring as well. <laughs> for the love of the sport, sir. For the love of the sport. All right. And that's it for the gifts. No gifts, no stocking stuffers. Ariane, are you drinking out of a mason jar? Are you becoming even more hipster than you already were? <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking vodka out of a mason jar that says emergency uh, drinking beer. Not a fucking beer. <laughs> it, 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 is, it is emergency times right now here in it America. It is. I don't blame you, man. The stress is getting to us. You you drink guilt-free, young uh, man. I'm finally done with my meats for the year, Roy. Leave me alone. Right. <laughs> You've been drinking ever since. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. All right, let's do let's do a naughty list. Um, I'll go first on a naughty list because I got somebody on a naughty list. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life for powerlifting. Both, I think, in terms of like like through the internet stream, and I happen to be there at the event when it happened. I've been to every world since 2016, and I've never in my fucking life seen anybody attempt to go equipped in the classic (laughs) like this fucking guy from France. And when you watch the video, it is absolutely ridiculous. Like now, after the fact, it's like a lot easier to see. When he lays down, you could even see the band across his chest that went around his arms. We had a, a makeshift sort of slingshot going uh, but his knee sleeves were pulled over small ass wraps. His, he had a singlet on underneath there. Like it was crazy. The amount of gear he got, got busted in the act, obviously and ejected. Um, I believe after the bench press session, and it was the Italian team who famously 
seen him. This dude refused to be in the warm-up room, would jog off the platform, out the side door of the warm-up room, and would chill out there. And people are like, is he not warming up? How you go out there to take attempts and you're not warming up? How are you, what are you doing out there? And if he walked out there, people threw a towel over him. He would walk off the platform and people, his coaches would immediately throw a towel over his shoulders. And, um, and the Italians like something's up. So they went out there and the Italians went chest to chest with him. And we're like, Hey man. And he took off cause he's already outside. And I love the fact that they videotaped the entire pursuit chasing this guy down. This is in the master one division, by the way, anyone <laughs> listening chase this punk ass down. and was like, you made me run. You think I'm going to stop running? If you made me run, I'm not running for no reason. They get him. Ba- he heads back into the building. Cause he's probably like, if these fucking Italians catch me outside the building, I could be some in serious trouble. So maybe I should get back into the building where at least I'm safe. Gets back into the building, hops into the bathroom, pulls off all of his equipment, throws it in a trash bin, walks out of the bathroom is like, and Gaston's there by now and a bunch of officials there. And he's like, you can't prove anything. Can't prove anything. Gaston and them go into the washroom, pull it out of the bathroom and like, that's a wrap, son. <laughs> that's a wrap. You're, you're gone from, from, and, and like, you just became famous. Congratulations. You're famous. So <laughs> I reposted um, the Italian's video and um, somebody from France actually messaged me and was like, please, he made a huge mistake, but the coaches that were there, because they're not actual national team coaches or individual coaches when it's the masters, when it's the open, it's the real team. And um, he's like, that guy, he didn't know. He didn't know. I'm like, bullshit. He didn't know, man. <laughs> they're like, please, when you put this out there, it's a big platform. Everyone's going to see this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, everyone's going to see it, man. Like that's, it is what it is. There's no way from the stories I heard, he was literally covering the guy on purpose. He was throwing a towel over his shoulders and was helping him evade this. He, there was no possible chance that the coaches weren't in on it that were with him. Um, and it is the biggest fraud I've ever seen. <laughs> Homeboy's famous now. D- Bill, do you know his name? Are you looking it up right now? I don't remember his name now. Bill, wait till Ryan has to go to France for like an international meet or something like that. And, and they find him. Oh, you're the guy who runs King of Lists? Yeah, doggy. Yeah, doggy. Come and see me, homie. He'll be like, "You've heard we have shooters, right?" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you see me when you see me, Playboy. I got to. I got to find out. You didn't add the extra layer on top of Ryan, which is it was was in your weight class. It was in my weight class in age division. You were ducking him. You were ducking him. You're ducking the cheater. That's right. He's the reason why I got hurt because I was chasing fake numbers. His name was Maley Paven or something like that. Maley Paven. Yeah. Uh, may his name live in infamy. I was just trying to look it up, but I think that is what it is. But but people have cheated before. With that kind of stuff? Uh, the one I remember, I was trying to pull it up to see what country they're from. I, I believe it's from Samoa. was 2014 Worlds, the first one I went to. The guy was wearing a uh, really old single-ply suit, and uh, he tried to claim that he didn't know that it wasn't a raw suit or whatever like that. And uh, so they they inspected the singlet or suit, and then they uh, pulled him out from the competition. And I think at that same competition, there was some lady that was wearing something underneath. Uh, I never saw it, but Jen Thompson had seen there was something going on. And they asked the lady what she was wearing. And like a referee went and patted her down. And she had something underneath, I guess, maybe like shorten the range of motion or something like that. Um, there was the University Worlds where the lifter from India was wearing like briefs underneath her singlet. And they caught her. 
there was the I forget which meet it was the two lifters from Iraq. One of them bombed out, and the one who bombed out was stronger on bench press than the one who was still in the meet. So they switched their attempts, thinking that no one would catch them. So the stronger guy would do the bench, and so they started looking at the pictures. Yeah, they started looking at the pictures on the screen, like for the live stream stuff, and seeing them, and they caught onto them switching, and they got booted out. Dude, that was this year. That was the that was Junior Worlds. That was my that was my naughty list, guys. The the two uh, Iraqi switcheroos. That's a good the naughty list. Dopes. The rope. That's a good naughty list one. Where they're like, "What? This is not a team sport." You know, if somebody ever does it, where they actually come up with like a uh, like sanctioned, where you can have a team, one squatter, one debtor, one bencher. The t- the Iraqis would get that's ours. <laughs> we, we, we started that. You're welcome. <laughs> You're fucking welcome. But uh, talk about sneaky, huh? Imagine they got away with it. But you got to be paying close attention. Uh, but yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, all right. Anybody else got a naughty list? That's a good naughty list, by the way, Bill. The, the I got a couple list. of things. I forgot about that. Rory, uh, I got I got a couple of a couple of people on my naughty list. Um, there was a New Zealand powerlifter who I'm not going to name who uh, failed the drug test for Octadrin. Um, yeah, it was actually very late 2022, uh, 2020, uh, but it was after we recorded the last naughty list for last year. Um, so if you're doping, fuck you. Um, that's that's first first on my naughty list. Um, other one on my naughty list, uh, there was a couple of people, um, this is actually about the USAPL split, um, but there's a couple of individuals who are super disingenuous about the way that they, they talked about it and argued about it. Um, I don't have a problem with people having sort of different values and different things that they want, um, but like, coming at us, be honest and <laughs> it's billionaire. I'm actually not talking to you guys, not talking to you guys. <laughs> um, like be honest and be uh, like, don't be disingenuous about the arguments that you are making. Right. Like if, if you've got good reasons, say them. If you don't have good reasons, that's fine as well. Like you're allowed to just do things because you want to, um, but just don't make up bullshit to justify it. If if you don't like, if you don't have to, right? Fair enough, man. Back it back it up, essentially. If you're gonna say something, yeah. And actually, Ryan, you tried to jump on that a couple of times, and I had to keep talking you down. Oh, now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right. And does anybody else got anything else on the naughty list? Uh, I was I was gonna throw a couple more cheaters on there since you guys mentioned yeah, them. Let's do this, the, man. The IPF only had two, and one was a one year suspension, one was a four year suspension, nothing too big. And USAPL only had three. But the funny thing is, the most recent one, this guy Sergio Flores from California, I looked him up. He's like in his fifties. He's like uh, uh, nineteen seventy year of birth. And he was doing like local meets and stuff like that and bench only. But as like a 50 something year old, it looks like he's like on Andro. He had a T ratio of 109 to one. He was on Nandrolone. Oh, he was on Trenbolone. So he's like on all these different things. With My man. Testosterone levels. That is a full pharmacy right there. <laughs> and, he, yeah, but- and, he, and I wonder if he thought like, ah, hey, you know, I'm a master's lifter. Maybe they won't test me. <laughs> yeah, but. Put it on the pre-workout. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a, like a, a test level like that. He's like, "Well, I took creatine." Is that uh... when when the person fails, they go and like you know mark all their attempts as uh, no lifts. So I don't know if he actually made it or not. But the last meet he did, he benched 170 kilos at 93 kilos at a local meet. Oh so, like, my lord! It, he he wasn't doing anything like ridiculous. No, but I guess maybe they maybe the way he looked or whatever. They're like, we're testing this guy, and we got him for everything. Yeah, he might have looked like a more jack- testing, more people caught, bro. That's it. It just <laughs> works that way. Yeah, well, good catch. Got this. 
the M2 Bejoli off the I actually want to add one more person to my naughty list, Ryan. Um, so everyone on the podcast knows this, but if you're at home, you, you won't know this. My car got stolen like three hours ago. So fuck that person. Yeah, you fuck get that cold, guy. Yeah, fuck that person. Fuck what? That person. So what happened the there, man? Who broke into Jessica's car as well. I was going to say Jessica. That was Jessica's naughty list. Yeah. Sorry. I think... did, I, did I steal your thunder, Jess? Everyone stole my thunder. Mine was actually the French press guy, number one. Um, and then, yeah, <laughs> the guy who broke into my car. Um, I was also going to say the, well, Rory, you kind of said it, the person who's in charge of the USAPL social media. Because, <laughs> damn. Oh, yeah, like, God. <laughs> <laughs> it was just Which, getting a little, like, it was like a little bit of professionalism. Just, they're just, like just volunteers, guys. They're just volunteers. I know, I know. <laughs> it's Bill. It's literally Bill. It's, 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 that's, that's, that's why Bill's saying that. He goes, he goes, look at I fucking haven't been sleeping while I have kids. So um you're gonna come at me about it. He gets cranky at night. Okay, I'm writing something yeah, else. Right. <laughs> I, I also like how Jess called the cheater the French press man. That's his name. Yeah, the French, right French, French press man. Every time I venture with a slingshot, it's, people always come in French press. I just love that because it's oh, like that's amazing. <laughs> You know, everybody in France, I saw Penna and Lee and all them when they showed up and they're like, fuck me. They're like, what? This guy is irrelevant to us. They were like, he's so irrelevant to us. No one even knows. And like, this is what we got to deal with. Like by the time Worlds is over, we had a lot more to talk about from France, obviously. But yeah. And the story. So first off, uh, Rory, how how did your car get? Did you get straight up jacked? American style gun in your face? No, 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 no. I uh, I just went out to run some errands and my car was not where I parked it. Um, so just, you know, called the towing places to see if they'd towed it for whatever fucking reason and they hadn't. So I made a police report and now I'm here. Um, Damn. Real hassle because I'm supposed to drive to my parents' place this evening for like Christmas, family Christmas things. Um, That's the so, worst excuse ever to get out of family Christmas. <laughs> and the fact you're putting it on King know, of Lifts right? now makes me feel terrible. <laughs> plot, plot, the plot twist will be like late at night tonight. Like once the parking lot's cleared out, Rory's car will be there. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah, so he's like, not- oh, that's where I parked it. Oh, shit. He forgot. <laughs> he's like, I got the cops. Crying. No, there's, there's literally so I, I parked my car on the side of the street like perfect like legally parked my car on the side of the street and it went out and like there was another car that looked kind of similar to my car parked right by where my car had been parked and i was like <laughs> did someone else like drive away in my car like but like he didn't fit or anything so uh, was there uh was there glass on the floor no, there wasn't. But uh, fun fact, I drive the most stolen car in New Zealand. Uh, so, yeah. Start locking it then. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there it is. There's a dad joke for you, Bill, like that. I got a funny story about <laughs> this straight up happened. Um, an old lady goes into the parking lot. It's broad daylight. And this is in the U.S. And she's got a gun in her purse somebody is breaking into her fucking car and she's like holy shit picture a little old lady i mean like i think she's i swear to god like 85 years old pulls the gun out of her purse and is like hey and the guy's like the guy's like holy shit like at the driver's side he should get away from the car he's like holy shit holy shit fine and he gets away from the car and she's like holy get out of here get out of here he's like okay okay don't shoot and he fucking takes off back into the store though and she's like why would he go back into this whatever i'm getting out of here the door's already open, okay? Because so, he had the door open. So she sits into the fucking car, closes the door, looks around. 
oh, fuck, this isn't my car. <laughs> <laughs> and that legit happened. He called the cops. He went into the store, called the cops, said, there's an 85-year-old lady just carjacked me. And they were like, what? Because I shit you not, she was aggressive as shit. Had a gun in my face and said, get, get away, give up the car. Yeah. That's probably like, what happened to Rory, you, but he's too he's ashamed like, to tell us. These gangbangers are getting older and older and staying in the game at a later age. And he's like, the car's yours. No fight. <laughs> Jesus. But anyways, legit, that's a true story. But um, not quite as good. Like your story is pretty dope, Jessica. You were coming around the corner and fucking rolled up on that dude. I did. Um, with my car, yeah, I parked it in the alley and I just I was going to the gym, so I went inside for like 10 minutes. I thought I locked my car, maybe the button didn't work or something. Um, so I chug my pre-workout, get ready to go to the gym, um, come back out. I get in my car, smells like cigarettes. I instantly knew. I looked in the back seat, gym bag's gone. So I like, I hopped out of the car. I knew he wouldn't be far. So I started sprinting down the street. And then <laughs> I catch up to this dude and he's going through my gym bag. And I'm like, hey, and I'm just like screaming at him. And I rip the bag away from him and take all my shit and put it back in. And he's kind of sitting there like, probably cracked out of his mind on something because he was just shook. He's like, oh, fuck. Like I could tell <laughs> he just was so uh, shook that I actually caught up to him. Um, and anyway, so I got all my stuff away from me. He was turning stuff out of his pockets too, because I was just yelling at him. So I thought I got everything. And honestly, this was two weeks before World. So, and it was the only time in the four days there where I would get my heaviest squat session in. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I need to go to the gym. So I didn't even think about anything else. I was like, ah, I'll call the police later. Um, I, I called him on the way to the gym. And then I get to the gym and he still has my purse. Son of a bitch. I know. So I was upset. But I did get my squat session in. I had my gym bag. That's the most important thing, right? Hey, hey, listen, you're a world world champion right now. That could have fucked it up. You know what I'm saying? What what pre-workout did you take? That's right. That's important. Elemental Prime Pre. Could have saved your life. Can I say something? Could have saved your fucking life. Yeah, fight. Help (laughs) fight uh, criminals. (laughs) That's criminals. This is a new, this is a promo Man, code. Use promo on, code Batman25. <laughs> I had the biggest adrenaline rush of all time. Like, I imagine just having something stolen, the pre workouts just hitting you, like two scoops of it. It's real strong stuff. <laughs> then She Hulk came out. And then you're you just were like, like <laughs> I'm going to do some Batman honestly, shit on somebody. Honestly, the greatest feeling, like actually getting my gym bag back, because normally when something's stolen, it just sucks. And then you're really sad. I wasn't even sad about my purse. I was just so happy I got my gym bag back. Like oh. when you were walking to your car, I picture you walking like fucking like a superhero, a fucking building <laughs> for no reason. A building just exploded behind you and you're fucking, but you never lose stride and you're just walking to your car with your gym bag <laughs> over your shoulder. And you're like, that's how fuck, that's how justice is done. The cops are like, you want to be like, I handle it in the streets. <laughs> I, you, you go, you go with all the respect. I hold court in the streets where I'm from. <laughs> Okay, he he got tried and he got executed. All right, it is what it is. You won't R- find him. Rory, did you have your gym bag in your car? No, no, no. My gym bag is still up there, fortunately. Nice. I think the only thing that was in my car was like uh, like a half empty water bottle and maybe an empty monster can. So like, I hope you're, they recycle those at least. That's you're ten like, cents. You're, you're like my gym bag is stuffed back there in a the closet because I don't train. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah, uh, yeah. Real, that's right. real and that's why you're not liar. Jessica Bittner. That's why you're not winning world championships. See, see the difference? She risked her life that for that squat why. session. He's like, yeah. he could have had a weapon. And she's like, fucking Sweden, two weeks. What are we talking about here? Yes, I'll fight a guy <laughs> with a I just need a couple of scoops of elemental prey, and I would have, like, <laughs> right. run down my car that was sold right. 12 hours earlier, probably. <laughs> you, you, aggressive. you just randomly start running up and down the street looking for the fucking car like Jessica did, <laughs> looking for the guy. That's what, that's what elemental pre-workout i'll do is you could just fucking run up and down that goddamn street a neighbor's like, like carrying seen... a hockey stick or something <laughs> just like sprinting up and down the road a neighbor is like a neighbor's like that's the 15th time she passed by my window i don't know who she's looking for but god bless anybody she finds because it's going to be trouble it's going to be trouble that's... i wish this... i had a hockey stick that would have been <laughs> way more fun you that pass by it... some kids playing hockey and... give me a fucking stick yeah. it just, it here, just give improved... me a helmet too in case they take a few give me a fucking it just improved mask. her uh brain capacity instead she's like okay it's been seven minutes he couldn't <laughs> gone that far he must have gone down this direction <laughs> she's crunching numbers she's using a wilkes calculation <laughs> she's like bang 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 this all makes sense to me right now yeah, yeah, she's person another walks this many steps per minute it's been seven minutes <laughs> next, it's gonna be approximately right. 317 feet away from me so what's right that's yeah. right she was now with my pacing i could catch up to him when i'll come off on fa- on main street let's go <laughs> Like, good fucking god anyways promo code kotl for that pre-workout <laughs> and and that's how you cut a promo ladies and gentlemen uh, there's a big takeaway there's a st- there's a beautiful stocking stuffer do you have anybody who works out yeah, use my code forklift there it is use the code forklift is your code really forklift it is why is it yeah. like jessica or something okay yeah i don't know i prefer that, how did that who gave you the human forklift Cause that's, that's stuck. Um, I got, I got a deadlift video from nationals reposted on, um, I think it was ESPN on their Instagram. And then that was one of the bigger comments on there. And it just kind of stuck since then. That'll do it. That is the most subtle flex I've ever heard. Oh yeah. I was gonna one say, of my deadlift videos was reposted on ESPN. I thought, okay. It was so cool. It was really good timing because the pandemic happened. So there was like no sports. It was like 10 days of no sports <laughs> except powerlifting. Cause the, this was mid March that our nationals happened. So, I mean, I totally credit that to getting reposted, but I thought that was the coolest thing ever. I was it so was. <laughs> Rory just like, hmm, which one was it again? I think ESPN. <laughs> I think it might've been ESPN, but like, you know, they occasionally repost lifting videos. They just did recently. Uh, the mm-hmm. dude. They didn't yeah. tag them, right? Did they not? I no, because someone, someone said something like, oh, next time you post my man, you better tag him or something. That's right. Who was it? Ooh. I'd, dude, have to, I'd have to look, look it up. I posted him. Uh, like, we got like quarter of a million views. Who is he, dressed, he was in the suit, right? He's in a suit and he deadlifted. I'm going to tell you right now. Hang on one oh. second. Did you see it? Okay. Well, he's, he's, I don't follow you. He smoked. Um, you don't follow King of Lifts, you piece of shit. <laughs> but, um, you piece of shit. Was, sorry, that was way too harsh. I'm sorry, it came out harsher than I wanted it to. I'm sorry, but um, yeah, that was bad. But um, uh, he smoked 675, but he was full on in a suit. Everyone it was like training, and he walks in on a suit and is like, "You mind if I get a little bite of this?" And they're like, what? And he just fucking smokes six seventy five, and then and then brushes a suit and walks off. It's the most I mean, fly shit I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, yeah. It was the flyest shit I've ever seen in my life. We kind of do got to say his name now because if he's listening, he'll be like, "Come on, fellas and lady." Did you post that video or a different one of him? I posted that of him. Um, 
Imagine getting re- reposted on ESPN, not tagged. Talked about it on King of the Lifts, also not tagged. I know. <laughs> okay. Dwardly uh, yeah. Ward. Um, C'est la vie. Y- year 25. And he's got a flag. I don't recognize the flag. I'm not sure where my man is from. I, hopefully, I'm not butchering his name. Debo You're Flex. His name. Debo, F- Debo underscore Flex. I think he's going by Debo is probably uh, his nickname. So that's you know easy peasy, lemon squeezy. But it is what it is. Um, yeah, so he got That's reposted. My punk. But uh, Jessica's, I think that was a 250 kilo, 551 dead. And that was the 562 and a half total you put at Canadian Nationals. That's the biggest total ever at the 72 kilo class. From that I almost point. died to get to the 72s. I swear. That's right. It was bad. So I was real proud of that. It was a it was a hell of a performance. So to get the biggest and then also get reposted by ESPN, it's like that was that was worth almost dying. Yeah, that was so unbelievable. And it was also just uh, like I knew the pandemic was happening too, so it was just like like I knew it would be here to stay right from the beginning. Why did you tell but, us that we knew it was happening? <laughs> Jessica's actually part of the Illuminati who planned all of this. Um, yeah, that's right. Like no, leading towards just... a plan for world domination. <laughs> they said two weeks, but I just had this really bad feeling that it'd be a lot longer than two weeks. Oh, they to told they straight up told you like we're about to post this, blah blah blah. I guess they no, do they, no she's saying oh. the pandemic was supposed the to be pandemic. Too <laughs> Wait a minute. They didn't tell me anything. I just saw it and I was like, Oh, that's really cool for the video. I knew they were hurting for sports because when you start reposting niche sports like powerlifting, man, but I was thrilled. It was great timing for me. Yeah, you know what? I think they're starting a post. Like this was early days. Like this is a little ways back, um, like almost two years or whatever. But they're starting to post more and more niche sports now because they're starting they to find out there's traction on them. You're mm. right. Like when it happened with you, it was like you were like fucking you're a bit of a trailblazer with it because it worked. And people like, oh shit, did you see? And people start talking about it. Like what we do in powerlifting for two average Joes is like infathomable. And then when they see you smash. 250 kilo, 551 pounds. It's like, how the fuck? Um, they can't wrap their heads around it. So then I think ESPN was like, hey, man, maybe we should actually, le- like pandemic taught them lean into some other type of posts besides just like NBA and whatnot. Because I noticed they post like, they posted other powerlifters, but other like random stuff a little bit now. Mm-hmm, they do. The, the, uh, I think the pandemic, yeah. I mean, fucking, you gotta, you suit to whatever platform you're on and what's gonna go viral as well, right? Mm-hmm. But there it is. Any others? Where are we at? What were we even talking about? Were we on a naughty list? Naughty, wish naughty, list. We were. list? naughty list. Naughty list? Um, so. Does anyone have one? Yeah, uh, you were talking about your the, your guy robbed your car or whatever. Yeah, you, that you, story was a good story, by the way. That's how we oh, got here. And as, yeah, okay, naughty list. So that's like if you were Santa, someone you wouldn't give a present. That's right. Um, Probably... I'm thinking about social media. Uh, Death Death Grip Derek, I want to oh, say. He was, yes. he was on the naughty list. He was on the John and Andy naughty list as well. Oh, that's funny. He just talks a lot of shit about everybody. He's real strong, but he's I strong. would not give that man a present if I was Santa. <laughs> yeah, he's, I think, I think he's Bill might, might agree with me. Uh, who is that? Yeah, I'm looking I it up. Hold on. This is the untested. <laughs> See, this is why I did the untested episode with uh john and andy he's like number two all time in the uh, 110 kilo class he's chasing yuri belkin's record he's strong as fuck he, he squats uh 410 kilo 903 pounds deadlifts the same weight 
Um, but he does like uh, online on his social media, what Andy and John and Jessica were alluding to. He does like troll, but he like, he does like, like he jokes around with it too. Right. He's like half yeah. tongue in cheek trolling with the tongue in cheek style of it. Um, but, uh, but anyways, I think Andy put him on the analogous for the same reason, but yeah, he's, he's That's good. He's untested. Um, Only listened to the first half of that podcast because it was all about the peanut butter foot thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's clear this up because you came was that real that was real that was really just, real what would happened? you rather is just my go-to road trip game what do you it, guys do for road trips it, well i mean it's it ain't bad so so it was fellas here it is jessica asked john but let's let me ask you real quick would you rather and you tell me jessica if i got this wrong lick peanut butter off a homeless man's foot but i mean you gotta fucking get in like his his, he went like this with his feet in the fucking peanut butter jar. I'm doing a motion with my fingers and like 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 you do when you're on the beach. When you're on the beach and you put your your toes through the sand and it's coming through the fucking knuckles. It have to be like that. And it's coming. No, it does. No, Jessica, please, with the, please, Jessica. It let me set it up right. Listen, let me set it up, Jessica. Let me set it up. Let me set it up with all due respect. And and it's and listen, the peanut butter's coming through his fucking toe knuckles, and they're they're wrapping around his toes and going through the fucking toe hair. It's going through the toe hair and it's fucking, oh. and he's homeless. So he's been, he hasn't been had shoes on in a while. His feet are beat up. It's got some dead skin under there. So picture that. Now you got to lick that son of a bitch clean, clean. Would Aaron you just says yes or no. It's not his foot. It's just the toe. Aaron's like, yeah. No, no, no. It's the foot. It's the foot. <laughs> Jessica, please. Jessica, please. So it's the foot. And then, or you give up your favorite food for the rest of your fucking life. Yeah, give up your food. It's pretty easy. That's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty you easy. Coward. You Ryan's coward. Ryan's changing it to the whole foot now. That's pushing it a lot. It is, would anybody take? Would anybody take the foot? Because he, he really thinking about. He really set up. He really set it up properly, though. Not the foot. The toe is, is not the foot. Because your first thought is like, oh, I'll just get my favorite food. You know, I'll go to my second favorite food. But imagine for the rest of your life, you're like, damn, I want some pizza. Your fucking life. You never, <laughs> never slice a pizza in your fucking life. Like, and it's yeah. still out there. It's calzones, still out there. bro. Just go to calzones. Every, hey, no, no calzones. <laughs> Listen, no, no variation in your food. So this isn't squats, front squats, and, and no, 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 squats. Period are gone. Not back squats, front. All of it. So and if you're committed to it, then yeah, you're committed to it. And then you're thinking like, man, I should just lick that guy's toe, man. I could have been eating pizza right now. <laughs> it would have been like 15 really awful minutes, but then I could eat exactly pizza or burritos or whatever for the rest of my life. 15 years later, world is in Italy, and Arian's like, fuck Italy. Really? Because because <laughs> of all places, I can't have a fucking slice of pizza. And he's I think, like, <laughs> I think you know which I'm gonna pick. Yeah, my <laughs> yes, sir. I feel like That's in a- Miami or Florida, homeless man's foot might be different than G- give me the toes. Give me the toes, baby. <laughs> I love how Arians see I set it up, and that's why we fucking work well. Arians like, say less, my man. I got you. I already, <laughs> I, I, I got that pizza ready, and we're gonna rock and roll. Um, listen. All right, so you know what Ari- Bill's saying, and you know what Arian's saying. Rory, oh, give me the give me the foot with the peanut butter. <laughs> he said foot. He'll take the whole thing. Whole he agreed to foot. the terms and conditions. Listen, imagine what those people. Imagine what the New Zealanders' feet look like because they don't wear <laughs> shoes anyway already. It's so humid. It's humid. In the, in hairy, the, they're fil- they're filthy. Feet. Listen, I, I'm going to say what all you guys. Hey, wear shoes, people. Sometimes. That's, that's not all the time. 
I mean, if I got to think about it, and it's exactly as I said, that's exactly how we put the peanut butter on the foot. You know, he's fucking just, just, just getting those, getting those tootsies in that fucking big ass <laughs> open mouth. Just getting those tootsies in there. And that fucking peanut butter is overlaying every fucking knuck, hairy knuckle he has. You understand? <laughs> And Ryan. he hasn't clipped the toe. He hasn't seen a toenail clipper in years. <laughs> oh, Ryan's like the uh, Ryan's like the referee for this. Like, okay, Roy, if you're gonna commit to this, I need a prove of the toes prior to licking. Listen, and he hasn't seen a toenail clipper in years. And fuck, you want to talk bunions? That's not. It's not chunky peanut butter. Some of it's bunions, my man. You know, okay, and and fucking dead skin on the bottom. It is what it is, kid. But but talking pizza what are we talking what are we what is it for you rory before you answer what okay, is it okay what happens if you if you do try to eat your favorite food after this like does it just disappear from your hand as soon as you try to take a bite of it like that's right can you lick it but not swallow no. like you know what the, it is what's the you, deal can, here? you know what it is you can smell it you can take you, you can almost taste it by smelling it it's right in front of you all your friends are dining on it and you pick it up and <laughs> can feel it and you feel the juice run down your fucking hand and you're like oh my God, this is delicious. And as you put it in your mouth and your mouth is salivating and you feel your teeth bite into it, it disappears. I thought you were going to say it turns into the guy's foot. <laughs> it turns into his foot. You gutless. That's amazing. It turns into his foot. It turns into his foot. Okay, I, I, I have an admission to make, Ryan. I don't, I don't really know what my favorite food is. Um, I, I, I can't really taste things very well because I've had my nose broken so many times that like I just can't taste or smell very much. Um, so like, Sounds you know, like, you was, like what's your favorite food? Just, sure you don't I, have the bid? Yeah. Like, oh no. All right. Well, so well, here, we got here's two the plot twist. My favorite food is peanut butter. So what do I do? <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? What do, I do? <laughs> You're uh, in luck. You're in luck, but <laughs> you're gonna have a blast, dude. You're gonna have a blast. Bill's like <laughs> he's loving it he's I like thought bill was someone uh, and i'm like jesus christ bill he's like more put more on his fucking <laughs> love, oh, love let's that, go let's go no someone biggie he has both a foot finish and really loves peanut butter That's and it's right. like what is the challenge like, oh, no. like, bill is like what is life he's this a win-win is, for him he's say less yeah win-win what are we talking about here it's like <laughs> do i have to pay for this or can i just dive straight That's in right you have your peanut butter foot bro i'm in I thought Bill oh. was going to give us favorite food because he's a vegan, so everything tastes like crap anyways. Oh, Sarian's uh, on fire tonight. Um, true. All right. So final answers here because I think we flip-flopped a little bit. Arian's in. My man is in. My man ain't fine. He's no punk. Okay? For, for fucking pizza? Hell yeah, Arian. Bill? Giving up the food. Right. Oh, okay. What, what is it you're giving up, Bill? What are you giving up, Bill? I'm not sure. That's why I'm, I don't really have a favorite food. So I'd figure something out and give it up. Beyond Burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fake, yeah, fake okay. hamburger. Beyond Burgers are, are amazing, by the way. Impossible Burgers <laughs> and Beyond Burgers. I was, I was like, that sounds like it's going to be terrible. I ate one and was like, whoa. Bill's going to give up Twinkies. I think I ate one. It's like, I think I'm vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy smokes, those are good. Not yeah, Oreos. Let's go with Oreos. V- vegans' favorite foods. Oreos. I'll give that up. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Rory, what's the official answer? Uh, no, I'm 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 taking the the, the foot peanut butter. Yeah, a boy. <laughs> that a fucking boy. Yeah, you man up and you take that. Okay. <laughs> and, 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 
<laughs> that, that was weird. I, I like that too much. I was, but, <laughs> You're too into that. I, I, yeah, exactly. I was too <laughs> pleased with your answer. But, um, and, and Jessica, what was yours? Oh, peanut butter foot. Yeah, <laughs> peanut butter foot. You see, you make it sound so much nicer than I do. It sounds like a kid's treat that you'd find. I like, like peanut butter. Well, I was going to say, what's your favorite food, Jess? <laughs> what is your favorite food that peanut you would have? Is it really? <laughs> no. Uh, because, listen, I'll tell you what. Peanut butter and chocolate, that's fucking close to, to being my best dessert. Like, like a peanut butter... <laughs> You start like I'll stuff to it. So yeah, right. Like I'll take the foot. Let me sprinkle. Take the foot. If I could dose some chocolate on that bitch, uh, me and that homeless guy are gonna be fucking getting an apartment. <laughs> like for a little. But uh, I'm I'm doing the peanut butter foot. I'm going in. I'm not. I'm not. Life is short, man. And and uh, life, is short. life is short, kid. And I'm not leaving behind pizza or pasta or peanut butter and chocolate. Although after I lick this guy's foot, maybe I'm not having peanut butter anymore. But I can still have pizza. We'll figure it out. Um, or, or so fuck. Let's be honest. If you film this, put it on TikTok. Going to get eight million views or something. Like, boom, instant fame. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. There's an entrepreneur for you. Well, let me let me say this. What if you could let Let's do this because I think we're dancing around. Some people are like I really like pizza, but I also really like, and it's almost as good. All right, let's fucking make it a little better then. For the guys who said no, Aaron, you're you're already in. I'm already in, and so is Jessica. What if I tell you you either lose coffee or alcohol or both? Okay, I'm good. I'll lose them. <laughs> it's Actually, Bill is coffee. so coffee stupid. might be my favorite food. Coffee might even, be my favorite food. So I don't, don't even drink coffee. Yeah. Have I have I turned you, Rory? I mean, I was. Uh, uh, I sorry, I have to. Pick one to give up, or is this replacing the giving up a food? Or you were already peanut butter foot, were you? I was I'm the only one that's not. Foot, but I'm saying coffee. Okay. coffee might be my favorite food. So yeah, okay, cool. I'd, I'd easily go peanut butter foot then. Okay, then fuck that. I, I was trying to turn whoever wasn't. It was Bill. Uh, Bill's. I was like, blanket. that would have been really easier for me because I don't. I don't drink coffee, and I could just give up beer if I wanted to. Yeah, Says like, the guy literally drinking a cup of vodka. Currently. Hey man, yeah, vodka, and I can still have energy drinks. Um, either either way, he's down for the peanut butter foot. I don't I don't think we're gonna get Bill. My man is. My man. I'll save I'll, I'll save my kids. How about that? <laughs> if that's you what said it takes, so convincingly. Things of that, yeah. yeah, exactly. Sure, save my You're kids. like fine. You're like how many of them are in danger? All of them. <laughs> fuck. Fine. He's like only if I say all of them. Fine. Fuck. I'm gonna have that conversation with my wife. So I'll eat the fucking peanut butter off his foot. Thank you. But. uh all right. Well, that concludes the Merry Christmas special. Um, but we did go through the wish list, the naughty list. We gave out our gifts and uh, we got a little wild here. I don't even know how the hell we got into some of these stories, but are we missing anything from a Christmas special? Because we're damn near 90 minutes deep. And, and uh, sing? are we going to fucking sing? You're gonna sing some carols? I mean, oh. Ryan already sang at the beginning of the episode. I did. That's true. That's true. You did. I, no, I heard sorry. Jessica as a pretty good singer, actually. I'm sorry, Ryan. You rapped an '80s song. Oh, easy, merry motherfucking Christmas! Yeah, in a fucked up <laughs> New Year. Hey, man, if that wasn't copyrighted, I'd use that as the intro. But I gotta find. That's why for the John Hack and Andy Wang one, I use a DMX cover that I found, and I was like, that's not. That's not an actual copyright song. I could use that. 
But um, but anyways, there it is. I think we're good to conclude the Christmas special 2021. Thank you, Wild Bill. Thank you, Arian Messi Kamesi. Thank you, Rory Lynchpin. And thank you, the 76 kilo world champion, Canada's golden girl, Jessica Bittner. Um, fucking we'll, we'll talk again in about five minutes for another episode. So if you're listening to this, subscribe, like it, give it high ratings, put it up in your in your stories and tag us and I'll repost and make sure you check out the new year special where we give our year end rewards and a look back at the year that was 2021 in powerlifting.